Hello, 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 and welcome back to Ordinary Detour. This is episode 111, and I am your super host, Cody. And I am your other super host, Hot Dog Man. <laughs> yes, and this is actually take two of this episode because the first attempt we had, we had an equipment malfunction, which really kind of was a bummer, to be honest. A bummer. Yeah, and but it it did the happen. It did the happen. Uh, it was a rage inducing event. Not we, really, but uh, I was gonna <laughs> say we we handled it like ah, uh, we gotta restart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me dropping like I don't know, like my keys or something, or something really, really minorly inconvenient is like a rage inducing event. <laughs> That's fair. Well, you did good uh, as the co-host of this uh, rage-inducing event. It's, it is frustrating when technical difficulties happen, reasonably so. Um, so we will try and recreate this. We are only about 10 minutes in, but I'm not going to lie, this may impact this episode, so we'll do our best. <laughs> um, we pretty much only sang All-Star, Smash Mouth the oh, whole that's time. It. Yeah, that that's it. all we did. That's, that's all. That's, you really didn't miss much. You made fun of me a little bit. Um, I did make fun of you. I said, <laughs> I hope everybody had a good week and did self-care. You did? And then I said, Cody did self-care because he bought 100,000 pairs <laughs> of sunglasses. I, was gonna, I wasn't sure if you were going to get there or not, but yes. I'll get I there. Bought, I bought five pairs of sunglasses. Yes. I don't. And, you know, <laughs> I reasonably, I think people, sure, like, you could make fun of me for buying five pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> That's, you know, probably a lot to most. And for some, that might even be a little. I don't know. I feel there's definitely people that own far more than five pairs of sunglasses. But regardless, I have recently decided I really, really, really hate retinal burning and um, my light sensitivity and and those challenges I have associated with it. So in your eyeballs. In my eyeballs. So I wanted to protect my eyeballs from further pain and destruction. So I got sunglasses. And yes. you know what? That is okay. <laughs> that is okay. Um Michaela is not engaged. She is busy on her phone. <laughs> I am engaged. Boss. <laughs> My uh, old boss would yell at me, and I was like, listen, lady, listen. Oh, because you're on your phone at I'm work. playing on my phone because I can't, <laughs> I cannot physically tolerate another second of one of these meetings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I guess, relate to that, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how we filled the whole 10 minutes talking about sunglasses previously but we did well i talked about we talked about uh like eye sensitivity and like um you know oh polarized lenses we talked about how they're life-changing that's uh -huh. for sure because they block certain wavelengths of light i just i don't believe that what do you, <laughs> what do you not believe about polarized isn't it all just light well there's lots of different lights I mean, that's how we perceive color is because of different wavelengths of light. I guess that's understandable. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there are certain wavelengths that are more 
I mean, that's why the whole debate over like blue light, whether it's good or bad for you, where optometrician or ophthalmologist, however you say it, the eye doctor people. <laughs> anthropologists. Uh, <laughs> no, not anthropologists. <laughs> um, the eye doctor peoples um, yep. say that like it, blue light's fine, but there is also research to support that it disrupts your like sleep. In your production of melatonin and all those things. So, um, and it's a more intense form of light. So, Melatomy. Anyway, there's polarized. Um, it blocks a lot of those reflective, like off of snow and water and all those things. If you're yes. ever in that situation, polarized is what's up. It does make a difference. If you ever go from non-polarized to polarized, you'll know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. I have some sunglasses in the mail also because Cody convinced me to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> you know you were the one saying hey i'm really sick of my sunglasses because they're not strong enough they don't that, like, i mean I i'm still... not sick of them but they aren't very dark tinted by any means you said you wanted more protection i did and you have like five dollar gas station sunglasses yes. or the equivalent of not they're pretty cheap they were not very yeah. good my old pairs well i had a so I had to buy these new ones because the old ones I had said had a, uh, I don't know if it was like the decorative kind of whatever. There's like a film on the outside, right? <laughs> and it literally peeled off. It like bubbled up and peeled off the parts that touched my face. So like my face oils like melted them off or something. Yeah, it was like the glossy <laughs> finish to the plastic like had like it looked like it was boiling up. Yeah, and I don't know how that happened because it happened relatively quickly after obtaining said items. So I just, they must have been really cheap or something because that was pretty weird. <laughs> you know, you got me. I couldn't tell you if I tried. Yeah. Well, and then I talked about uh, my self-care purchase recently. <laughs> Um, oh, before I, I also talked about um, how the eye doctor peoples, when you get an eye exam, they scan your eyeball using a laser and we just trust that it's OK, even yeah. though you go blind temporarily. You know what I mean? Like, so basically when you go when you show up to the eye doctor, like a lot of them will use now, I guess, in the current era, at least maybe not when I was you know four years old, but because um, I'm old now, old, <laughs> um, but regardless, old. uh when so they'll they'll scan your eyeball they they dilate your eyes anybody that's had an eye exam they dilate your eyes um and then they take this like machine they say okay put your eyeball until it like the circle turns green with enough pressure and you're looking in the right spot and all those things <laughs> all i and can then, imagine is your eye like <laughs> popping out of its socket basically is this enough pressure <laughs> sorry that was gross <laughs> well basically and then um it feels like it sometimes it depends i guess on, on the individual um but and then it just shoots this green laser across and you like because the laser just goes across your dilated eyeball you just like temporarily get like black nothing like blindness for that lasts like a couple of seconds terrifying and then it, your vision slowly comes back, and I'm like, oh, they just shot lasers in my eye. Okay, so. and I, I guess I'm trusting this is okay, because doctors are doing it, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. That Sorry, that, <laughs> I just wanted to bounce back, because otherwise I, I figure I'd forget. But the, we were talking about, um, I think, uh, joking about having an eye doctor co-host, or uh, guest host, I yeah. should say. 
We need an eye doctor to come on here so I can ask them questions. <laughs> We're going to become an educational podcast. Can you tell me about my eyeballs? What do you see? Can you tell They're me? blue. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it Clappy. looks like you need glasses. I can tell just by sitting here and looking at you from 10 <laughs> feet away. <laughs> they're bleeding. You're crying tears of blood. <laughs> I think there's something else going on. Uh, basically. Anyway, yeah, that's that was the gist of, I think, the challenges we were, uh, or the, what we were chatting about and and those things. And you were talking about your lights. Talk about your impulsive purchase. Yes. Um, I also made graveyard brownies for the casket. Halloween season. Casket brownies. Casket brownies. brownies. Yeah. I was going to call them casket brownies, but then I think the box says graveyard brownies. And I thought casket brownies kind of sounded a little goofy. I mean, I think both are fair. I mean, <laughs> caskets are typically found in graveyards because they're typically buried. Um, I would hope. Um, and then graveyards. Yeah, they're just, <laughs> they go hand in hand is what it's, I'm saying. It's spooky time, y'all. <laughs> uh, yeah, so then my self-care purchase uh, <laughs> this, this week <laughs> was not an emotional support coffee. It was uh, string lights for my bedroom because I like to have the lights up. And they have some goofy ass settings that you can select from on the app that it comes with. So there's a function where you can just select a color and then they have like different categories of color options that you can pick from. And some of them are like gourmet plants, marine life and porcelain. And in the porcelain category, it's just picture. And then colors pulled from those pictures. So like it says vase one, vase two. <laughs> and it's just really funny. And then there's also a section you can select. And there's a there's a category called driving. <laughs> and my favorite one out of here is the tank one. <laughs> so it's like, I'm driving my tank. Let me put my lights on. <laughs> Their tank color. <laughs> you know, I can understand some of it, like the fruit section. I'm like, oh, maybe it's because yeah, rather like than saying like orange, like you know what type of orange to expect. Right. But like, like, yeah, I don't know what the tank is for. Like, <laughs> it's not even green. Like, or or like a typical any tank <laughs> color. Like they're like it's not a military color. It's like orange, neon, pink. It and really is just colors. I'm not sure and, what. Yeah, it makes makes no sense. it tank related, but it's pretty fun. There's also a police car one, and that is great because I put it on when the cat was running around the room too fast, and I told her the cops came for her, and she didn't care or stop doing anything. <laughs> She's a criminal. Yeah, yeah, basically, basically. So those were fun. Uh, speaking of lights, we can talk about this drone show somebody made. And so in England, there are ruins of Whitby Abbey, and they made a drone light show, and they reconstructed the tower of the abbey um, using the drones. So then it's like all light lit up with drones and then it's like the roof and stuff too hmm. 
You know, that is, I, I think, well, I said it before, so this is my second time <laughs> saying it. I still thought that this was like a digital render, and I still think it's impressive. Imp- I bit my tongue. <laughs> I still think this is impressive uh, that somebody went through the time and do this with drones. I really wish I could have been there to see it in person, I guess, is something I didn't say last time that um, I, mm-hmm. I, I think is important. That would be really cool to see in person. I want to go to a drone show. I'm not, like, I like fireworks i guess but like i feel like i've seen them a couple times and now i like i feel like i've seen it before you know what i mean i feel like i haven't seen a drone show i haven't uh (laughs) but then also they can be so different and vary so much that i feel like that is really a good um new entertainment public entertainment kind of thing i'd like to see someday yeah no i got you (laughs) do you agree yeah, I agree. I would go to a drone show as well. So, yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, technology. <laughs> I think I think I can talk about this one next, maybe. This is an interesting video that I saw. And I didn't fact check any of this. So just, you know, I'll have to pull it up in a different way. It's being goofy. Um, but pretty much it is related to technology and fashion. Mm-hmm. It says <laughs> Adobe presented magical animated dress that can change patterns. It's like a sequin dress, but then like somebody that switches is... something and the pattern on the sequence like automatically changes. That is actually crazy. It can also do like motion sensing or something she like wiggles around at some point here and uh it like changes with her like shadow or something it's it's really interesting this is adobe made this that's what the video says (laughs) this is one of those things where it's like is this actually real i know (laughs) i thought the video was cool (laughs) the the sequence i i don't know i'm i guess i'm not personally convinced but that doesn't mean it isn't real. It's just hard to tell in, in the modern era, ages of technology. I'm looking it up. The internet will tell me. Yeah, it looks like there's a Yahoo article about it. All right. Okay. It, you know, it's on Yahoo. It must be true. <laughs> there's no other explanation. Yep. You found it on Google, right? So Google, it's got to be true. Go, go, lay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, anyways, it was pretty cool. It is cool. I mean, regardless, it is really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I agree. Uh, okay, so now we have the, the shit post section of the show today. Wait. What? Does your dress have batteries then? Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I forgot to change my clothes batteries today. I w- now it- I have nothing and I'm boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a normal dress normal or whatever. Dress. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know where they'd stick those batteries if you're in a dress. Use your imagination. Got <laughs> yeah, I got me. Uh, I, saw, <laughs> I saw this uh, post where somebody said that they uh, accidentally, quote, accidentally didn't leave a very large mall in the U.S., uh, before it closed. And then they took a picture and they were the only person in the mall. And it was on r slash mildly interesting. But then um, someone in the comments said, 
well, now you have to open a kiosk. I'm sorry, but that's the rules. And I laughed so hard when I read that because I was like, can you imagine you just stuck at the mall overnight and you just like somebody comes up to you and they're like, you have to open a kiosk now. <laughs> what would you like it to be? And then you get stuck selling like, like plushies at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> You've stayed after hours. You must now <laughs> commit two years of kiosk time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like cruel and unusual punishment. It's, it's just so funny. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess I don't know how you would Oh, I, I didn't realize they closed. No one told me. No like, one made an effort to get me out of there. <laughs> they just locked me in and closed the giant steel gates. And I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, other people in the comments were like, how good was that bathroom? <laughs> the lights were off and I just, I wasn't paying. I didn't realize it. Like, I just took a nap. I just thought it got darker. In the massage chair at the mall. <laughs> how do you? How do you go into the large or one of the largest malls, um, right. like stateside in North America, um, and uh, not realize that the entire mall is vacated and it's just you left? I would notice security. so quickly, like so quickly. <laughs> like, sorry, I just I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> I was like, maybe they're just trolling us and they actually work there and we're doing like a sweep or something. And then they took the picture because you never know with the Internet. But I you thought that was pretty know. funny. That is funny. That's it's bizarre, but also funny. <laughs> um, And then here's this horrifying piece of goodness. What? It was on the news, apparently, but I saw it on TikTok. It's just a TikTok video and it says woman uses moose poop. For her artwork. She I, collects it. No. And <laughs> No. Actually, no. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I can't watch another second. I can't believe that's that's got. No, no. I deny that. <laughs> that is not a detour I want to take. <laughs> There's like baby mobiles, you know, and she made like a mobile thing with little moose poop people hanging Aww. from like a, a, <laughs> a piece of wood. This is not my favorite topic. <laughs> oh, I have news though. What? That's uh, actually kind of interesting. Actually so, kind of interesting. Like everything you said is not <laughs> actually kind of interesting. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm implying. <laughs> so uh, kind of off topic is uh, so there's a, there's no topic. Well, <laughs> off from the previous okay. topic, but yes, this is our nerdy detour. So there's a, a company that does like uh, ancestry, like DNA tests. Uh, there's a couple of companies that do it. One of the companies that uh, in this situation is called 23andMe. Yes. What about them? <laughs> so uh, they, they either got hacked or sold the data in some way, shape or form. And uh -oh. all that data, including genetic and biological healthcare and gene information, including very, very sensitive data as far as like pre-existing health conditions and genographic like um, information pertaining to your health and your subjectability to certain illnesses um, is all being sold on the dark web right now and is currently like why'd you have to horrify us we could have just talked about moose poop and had a good time that was equal that was worse um than this <laughs> I news i don't know i've never used this service thank goodness um but i this is actually incredibly scary in a system of uh 
like uh, privatized healthcare as well. Um, not that we're being political in any way, shape, or form, but uh, in the land of pre-existing conditions and some of the challenges that do go along with that. Not for everyone. There's lots of limitations and obviously policy and those things. So I'm keeping yeah. this purely not political, but um, this can impact that is all I'm saying in a nutshell. Um, so there's there's like real world, pretty serious implications to this data leak um, that I don't think are fully realized. And this is uh, a pretty big deal, in my opinion. I feel like you can't trust your information anywhere anymore. And I feel like everyone, including our listeners, needs to like, you know, don't joke that you don't care that people have your data and just ignore it because it's legitimately concerning and also can affect other people. Well, and like, I, you know, it's one thing to have like sense of healthcare data, like compromise, sure. But this is like, I don't know, an entire roadmap to who you are. <laughs> like, like, exactly. Like, I, th- that to me, that's just, that's something else. That's in its own league, if you will. <laughs> so it was stolen and not sold by the company. We d- technically we don't know. Um, I think we can safely say it was uh, a cyber attack and it was taken. Yeah. Uh, usually that's how items get on the dark web, but technically, I guess I don't have definitive proof either way. If that makes sense, I just wouldn't be surprised either way. <laughs> I feel like we can't trust corporations at all. Yeah, and I and I mean with uh, ever increasingly uh, getting smaller privacy practices, yeah, it's it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but regardless, I mean, even even all that uh, aside, it's just this is massively concerning. It is a little doom and gloom, I guess. Um, but that is a piece of information that is both interesting and also like just absolutely beyond just terrifying to me. I mean, we joke around on here and stuff, but realistically, we live in a scary world, and sometimes using a our platform to share a little bit of knowledge is, you know, appropriate. Yeah. So that's the thing. Uh, I hope you are not one of the people that used that service and is unfortunately part of that challenge. Um, but if you are, um, you know, I, I really honestly hope everything goes okay and that you're able to get through it. I'm sure it will go okay, but um, those are just, you know, obviously scary times for some people. lawyer is out there itching, waiting for a class action. That's all I know. Yes. There's always yes. a lawyer out there itching for something. You know, that's, <laughs> that's real. a good, that's a really good point. I, I, I would say that's also very accurate. Yes. <laughs> like I no agree. matter what happens. And that's a situation where there should be a lawsuit and there should be class action and the company should be held liable for paying out. Um, pretty good amounts of money to those that um, are suffering that consequence of having their data. Of they're, course. they're very, very sensitive genetic information all over the uh, dark web. Yeah. For sale. Of course, money isn't a solution to everything, but would you rather have issues and no money? Probably not. Well, and I guess um, they were selling the data like so like 100 entries of like 100 people's sensitive genetic data was like a thousand dollars. But then you could get a hundred thousand for like a hundred thousand bucks because price cost scaling. So it's like it's not expensive. Right. Realistically. Yeah. I'm not saying that I'm endorsing anybody to use the dark web for anything. <laughs> Please that's don't. Not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just that's a concern. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, it was terrifying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Real world spooky instead of fun spooky for spooky time. Well, I wasn't planning on going there, but it's something I remembered and we've recorded this episode twice. So there we go. That's okay. Well, again, self-care is so is so important. If you can take some time out of your day-to-day and do something nice for yourself and recognize that that is a step in the right direction and we are all in it together. Mm-hmm. I second that. I don't think I have anything else. (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) goodbye, and we will see you all next week. (laughs) Bye.